Hello. Today we have with us Hannah, our friend Hannah. Hello, hey, Hannah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we just finished watching Castle in the Sky. John. It's but John. 10.46 p.m. on a Monday. What but guess? John. What? Who are we? Who are we? What's we our are... title? Who are you, people? That's a really good question. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot and it's really freaking me out, dude. Hello, we are a not-so-short synopsis. I am Jasmine and I've derailed the beginning. <laughs> successfully we have completed the beginning successfully we remembered what we were called i like that uh there was no we about that john she remembered that you didn't <laughs> you just jumped right in like a maniac well yeah no well what better way here we are <laughs> the uh, only way to do this is just full steam ahead oh exactly. yeah exactly full steam no stopping just moving forward it's 10.46 p.m. on a Monday. <laughs> we all have work in the morning very early. Woo! It's This is going to be an hour. Welcome. Well, you know what? <laughs> Full steam ahead and no stopping is exactly like the movie we just watched. <laughs> it really was. It was just constant. Dude, no, that was just Pozu. Or was his name Pozu? Patsu. Patsu. Yeah. <laughs> you should have took that you, note. Yeah, were you listening? No. I, I was listening. I, I, his name started with a P. I think that's better than most of the movies I watch. That's fair. I don't usually remember the characters' names. <laughs> I made an effort this time, though. Oh. What's the girl's Yay. name? It's like Lucretia or something. Oh my oh god! My god. <laughs> uh, it's it's Sheeta. Eh. Eh. So there's no Ellen there. No, 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 sir. Nope. Lucretia is from a video game, isn't it? Final Fantasy or something? Uh, yeah, that's Final Fantasy oh, Seven. Oh, I Jesus, that something. scared the good lord out of me. Oh, I even fell. This uh, watch over there. Oh dear. Yeah, but um, I mean, technically, she does have the name Lucida at. The end. Oh, wait, that's not her name the entire time? No, no, she's just like, I earned a name. And it's Lucita something, something, uh, Cheetah, I don't know. Laputa. 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 That's like the royal name or whatever. Which biggest plot twist is that he's actually from Laputa kind of too. I was like, oh, you kind of ruined that a little bit. No, dude, he's just like, he's like, oh, no, I'm not mas- I'm not magical. Turns out we were a bunch of fucking assholes. Yeah, basically. And we deserve <laughs> to not own an island that flows in the sky. <laughs> Completely does? self-sustaining with an, you know, impenetrable source of metal. No. <laughs> that was fun. Mm. Anyway, Hannah, so what, what, what's your experience with uh, Miyazaki movies? Because that's what we're on right now. I adore them. I think that... I have like an original collection long before, you know, some some of the more recent ones, but it's all in Japanese and it's got mm. like director commentary all in Japanese. What? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, I totally do. Dude, we should watch it sometime. Dude, that um, sounds so good, actually. Dude. It is really good. I have no idea what they're saying, but it's just kind of like sometimes I put on the, like, the subtitles on my TV, um, <laughs> but depending on the TV, I don't actually get it because so, it's not so, optional uh, DVD. Is, the, is this, is the commentary subtitled? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's it's so good. Ingr- but it depends on the TV whether that's an option because mm. the DVD itself is not subtitled, so it just yeah it depends on like what the TV can pick up. So <gasps> yeah, we'll totally have to do it. But um, I do adore them. I'd never seen Castle in the Sky. Yeah, obviously. Um, I love Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away. Probably the two most basic weeby things that you could love about Ghibli. Oh yeah, but it's like it's all of our introduction yeah. into yeah. being oh, like for sure. really hardcore weeb. Yeah. No, you have, like, the triage. You got the Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away, uh, Mononoke trio. Oh, yeah. oh And then God. Kiki's, too. Kiki's and Totoro. Everyone, I was going to say Totoro. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's for an older group pays of the, people. The electricity bill in that house. Oh, seriously. <laughs> the, the marketing for Totoro, like, alone. But we I aren't like... talking about Totoro. We're talking about <laughs> Castle in the Sky, my man. Heck, yeah. Uh, I want to talk about Totoro and how Totoro... We will I, get there. We will I, get there. We will get there. Okay. I will not be here for that. I hated that movie. <laughs> oh, my God. No, see, I don't it's a super, Yeah. I mean, I, there's not a lot to remember. There's no fucking substance in it at all. Like, yeah. it's just, like, this giant weird thing and a cat bus shows up and the two girls are really annoying. That's that's all I can remember. Yeah, like I don't I don't I didn't get it. I don't remember it. I know that I like like the cat bus, and I remember the cat bus's testicles very well. That is a very vivid memory that I have. You know what? That doesn't surprise me, John. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. So, do we want to like start at the top of the movie and like kind of give like a our not so short synopsis on this? I think that sounds like a good idea. So, I kind of zoned out for the beginning of it. I, oh, good. The last thing I really remember was the uh, granny hopping in and shooting somebody. That's where I came into it. Oh, that's, that's pretty much just where it starts, honestly. Yeah. Just... I mean, you, you see, like, some, like, yeah. you know, bits of the plane. Like, on the plane, you mean, right? Because granny shoots a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, no, like, like turn yeah, or like goose, they the go movie. up next to the yeah. top of the movie. First time she yeah. hops on a plane and shoots a bunch of people. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Granny drops a lot of people in this movie. Like, oh, she's, she's got a body count. Yeah, yeah, she takes care of business. Dude, it's like granny, she's, she just doesn't care. She's just, she's lived a long, hard life, and she's out to make sure other people don't do that. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's, yeah, Ma Beagle. I think um, at the beginning, besides um, a very raucous granny, I think I noticed the um, the mechanics is just very, very Hayao Miyazaki. The like the airships are like I feel like all of his machinery is some weird hybrid of like machine and organic material. Always it is like it is almost like it is alive, it's and like, I um... love it. What is it, Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind? Oh yeah, the, the, like key, just beautiful example. It's mm. just, it's just looks like these robot machine airplane things are just a lot. Like they, they were born. It's mm. not. It's almost like nobody ever built them. It's I, like almost like they're always there. Yeah, I think that's a, a pretty recurring theme in a lot of his movies. Truthfully, other than the things that are supposed to be like a. A traditional set like Totoro, yeah. for example, yeah. isn't in a fantastical realm. But any of the realms that he creates, I mm. think that there's a really cool blend of organic material and steam industrial, punky, yeah, industrial mechanic feel. It's cool. And yeah. that was actually like the point of the whole movie at the end of it, where um, Cheetah was like, you know, we have to remember where we came from. Yeah, and the the melding of those two things that was oh, really cool. I did enjoy that. I like that the robots turned into a giant at the end of the movie. It just turned into a giant tree. Yep. Trees beat robots. Mm, tree yeah. beats robots. But um, yeah, so we uh, enter on a raucous granny. She's shooting people. Uh, there's a sad girl that looks like Kiki from Kiki's Delivery Service. Seriously. But I guess that Kiki just looks like this girl. Um, Fair. This girl came first. Oh, yeah. And the color palette was what I really noticed right away. Oh, yeah. Oh, the no, the yeah. colors in this movie were just stunning. From the beginning, oh, I was yeah. like, ah, oh, it might just be because they're my favorite colors, like my favorite color palette, but mm -hmm. the opening with the clouds and just the the changing of the different kinds of light, and it, it's gorgeous. Oh my god, I was obsessed. No, yeah, like, there's definitely something, especially, like, coming off of Nausicaa, there's definitely, like, something different about this movie, mm -hmm. and it's something, like, I've just really started to notice is it's very subtle, but it's 
even though it all looks the same, Hayao Miyazaki's movies, there's very subtle differences that like you see between them. Mm-hmm. And I really, I don't know, I just really like the colors too. No, I, I get that because I don't know. You're like you're right. You you see one Hayao Miyazaki movie, you've pretty much seen like his entire repertoire of 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 drawing, <laughs> but he uses it so well I, I don't know how to describe what I, I i mean right now no i think it also has to do a little bit with like the progression of animation technology as oh, well yeah. because yeah. in these older movies you can see what has been penciled in what is actual written or drawn storyboard yeah and then things that have been animated over it and then you watch things like ponyo which are just a completely different style oh, of yeah. animation with the same animator behind it yeah it's cool to see like a melding of the two that's actually something i noticed as well because a lot of the people and, like, mm. the action and movement, I think, are the more contemporary illustration style. Yeah. But a lot of, like, the background and a lot of um, Laputa itself mm-hmm. was, like, the, the traditional... Made me think of, like, um, the, the like the um, original storyboards for Cinderella and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. You know? Same kind of grainy, sketchy vibe to it. Mm. Not sketchy, but, you know, sketch pad kind yeah, yeah, of vibe. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. All right. And hey, so... Uh, What's her name again? The main girl. Sheeta. Sheeta. Yeah, Sheeta's kidnapped by the lost fifth member of the Beatles, who takes her into a room and starts <laughs> punching on a telegraph, and then she knocks him out with a bottle and jumps out a window, and then she of a moving plane of a moving plane <laughs> and falls to earth, where we come across the blue collar town, where they are just mining. They are coal miners, and they are just hanging out. And doing mining stuff. And this boy, he goes and he gets dinner. And then he sees her falling down. He goes and grabs her. He's very <laughs> bad at grabbing her. He does not realize that gravity always wins. I don't yeah. know. He he was he came in clutch. He he can do he can do like a deadlift. He, it was like a very low squat. That's and it's yeah. not the only time he does that either. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does a couple things throughout the movie and you're like, you shouldn't be able to do that, small boy. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, do you remember the time he almost like threw her off the side of a ledge? Yeah. Oh my god. Several. And, and then like he turned around and caught her and like threw her back on yeah. And they're just like, ah, that's fun. And you're like, oh, whoa. I think at, when that happened, all three of us went, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey John, just for like just to see how well you've absorbed it. What's this boy's name? Polka? <laughs> uh, I think we were close to the first time. I yeah. think. <laughs> Pozu? No, you oh. said that the first time. Patsu? Patsu. There, there you go. go. There we go. Woo. All right, so Patsu saves John. <laughs> Don't do this to me. What's her name? <laughs> I literally still want to call her Lucretia. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just should. Maybe that's yeah. just what we should do. You can call it that. <laughs> yeah, I'll call it that. Sapatsu saves Sheeta, and he's um, a squirrel of a boy. He kind of like stores her like a nut into his home, and he just waits until the morning. He's just like, I'm going to play my trumpet now. I'm not oh, going to. Which, like- honestly, the note that I wrote down for that is just, I would shoot every single bugle boy I ever meet on site. <laughs> like, I was triggered watching him walk up with his bugle, and I was like, no. Oh no! Oh. It's like when you hear the um, <laughs> like the typical alarm on an iPhone or whatever in a movie go mm-hmm. off, and you're like, oh, <laughs> you Stop. have to look up, and you're like, somebody turn that off. Oh, oh. my god! Yep, absolutely triggered. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, at first I thought maybe it's his job for the town, but then you a wide shot, and he's the only house. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one on the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> and he's um, he just does this for himself. 
<laughs> and then he goes and he opens like a, a window in his house and birds fly out. And I'm like, what is happening? He's the only one who has these doing? pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's, honestly, I wrote it down as his uh, mystic pigeon trumpet. Yep. That summons them to him to like... Honestly, those are attack pigeons. Those aren't regular pigeons that he just has for, like, notes. I would contest that those are pet pigeons. I don't no, want to know the difference the... between an attack pigeon and a pet pigeon. Is uh, there one? <laughs> I think you can train a pet pigeon to be an attack pigeon. Yeah. But you cannot make an attack pigeon into a pet. I think that all pigeons are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> And they're, they're all a little bit of the attack pigeon. Oh my god, the cat just scared the living daylights out oh, of me. Oh, yeah, no, the cat hey. just jumped onto the back of Hannah's seat. I, yep. And she's sniffing, she's your, sniffing your hair. Yeah, she is. Oh. You like my shampoo? <laughs> Hi. Hi. So sorry for her to scare. That's okay. She's going to just walk down me yep. like a ladder. Oh, ow. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hi, baby. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, no, so she wakes up, she gets <laughs> Because of the loud bugle. Yeah, no, uh, Sheeta wakes up uh, because of the bugle. She goes upstairs, she gets attacked by some pigeons, and she's like, oh, wow, those are some cool pigeons. And then the pirates show up, and they're like, hey, we looking for this girl, and... John, you forgot one of the, the key moments in this movie. Uh, fancy pirates wait up? No, no. He name. takes her necklace and decides, I think I know how this works. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He flies through it. Okay, and that's when the pirates show up. They're all very fancily dressed. And uh, do you want to go describe the uh, comparisons to the B-Wheel Boys from uh, DuckTales? I'm sorry, yeah. John. Don't disrespect them like that. They are Beagle Boys, not Bugle Boys. <laughs> they both start with a B. Oh. <laughs> They're very similar. I just I, I don't know. I think that Callie is just going to town right oh, now. She's she loves super it. she's super into me. Oh, she's figured out that she loves being near you. Yeah. Which is incredible because cats don't usually do that and I'm super excited. Oh, she also a little nervous, but I think that's how I live my life. That's oh, how no, all cat she... No, that's that's cat life. Oh yeah. You're always living on the edge near them. Cuz <laughs> when they decide they don't like you anymore, that's when they bite you. Oh, just like that like episode oh, of DuckTales when he's just like, "Louie, you want to be a house cat? Yeah. And your darndest dreams? And, and he's just like, pet me. I don't want it anymore. Bite. That was such a good episode, too. <laughs> God. Oh. I can't. We should have another one of these about DuckTales. I could literally talk for hours about oh, it. Yes. Uh, but, but this isn't a podcast about DuckTales. Nope. It's about Miyazaki at the moment. And right. it is definitely the dynamic between the pirates was definitely comparable to the Beagle Boys and DuckTales. Oh, so much. Um, Ma. Yeah, Just, my beagle. Yeah. No, so it's multiple grown men who are definitely not related, who have identified this grandmother, and they're all in the same age range of mm. being like twenty-eight to thirty-five. Yeah, and like, they have all—they're not kids. They are kids, but they act like kids, and they all identify this grandma as their mother, and they're like, "Yes, yes, uh, Ma, we need your permission to do this. Ma, we need your permission to do that." And they're all after this girl because they want treasure, and the treasure is her necklace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, see, the reason why, um, what did you call him? Ponzu? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the reason Ponyo? Why he... <laughs> Potsu? 
Yeah. Yay! 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 Go! I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Um, the reason why Patsu fucks off his roof is because um, he saw uh, Shida gracefully fall from the sky. And the, the Beagle Boys and Ma uh, all know that this stone is the only reason why they can see this girl alive right now. <laughs> and then the government shows up. That oh, was, my God. That was honestly one of my notes, too, is that it was just like the government TM. <laughs> like we, we don't really know who it is or, or why. Yeah, no, it's just the government. It is they don't, just the government. Not even like a nationality as- associated with it. Nope. It is the man. Yep. And then he takes her and like tries to run away because she's like, oh my God, everyone's after me. And they, they run down into the town and the town people are just really cool. Oh my God. That uh, was another note I had. I had dope town people. Yeah. <laughs> who just, you know, are ready to brawl at any moment Dude, for this the, girl the, they just met. Before we move on, we really need to talk about the shirt ripping contest. That yep. was the best part. Yep. Yeah, do you want? Um, so uh Mob Eagles boys, they go into town. <laughs> <laughs> I can't call them anything else. I know. I know they're Dola's guys. Um, but anyway, so they go into town, they're just like, give us the girl. And the um I, I think it's uh Patsu's um Boss. Boss? Yeah. Boss, okay. It is his boss. I thought it was his co-worker. Um, he's just like, you gotta get through me. And then he's just like... And mind you, they've never met this chick. No. They just know that Patsu's upset. Oh, yeah. And, and also, I think that that's awesome. I think, to a degree, they do understand, this is a child. Yeah. Whatever these grown men need for her for, it doesn't seem fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, like, then one of the... I think it's one of the brothers is just like, Rip your shirt off. Show him you can explode your shirt. <laughs> no, it's That's literally what he explode says. your shirt. Explode yeah. your shirt. And then and then the guy's just like the one with the beard goes up to them, he's just like Yeah, he looks like he's working through a stool softener. Oh my god. He just he just goes for it and he flexes his muscles so hard his shirt bursts. Yeah. But the joke's on him because this fucking boss of a man this fucking coal miner is just like, I've this isn't my first shirt ripping contest. Like, <laughs> I've got this. And I've been ripping this, shirts since you were, before you were born. He does the same exact thing. He flexes so hard he he pops his shirt. Weird flex. But I <laughs> Yes he does. And then violence ensues because yeah. everybody is so like weirdly happy with the ruckus that they start beating the shit. Well, that's out what of each I mean. Other. Like it turned into a f- like a full on brawl, like a bar fight. I was like, everyone was so ready. It's so early in the morning to just end each other's lives. Like, no, what are dude, we they doing? They were just having fun. They yeah, weren't no, even yeah. fighting. The, the wide shot of that is like a lot of them were smiling. <laughs> There's like this is the most exciting thing that's happened in like eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Right. And yeah, that was fun. And then there's a like they escape on a train, and the train conductor's like, "Hey, I know you," and then just absolutely is on their side from the get go. Oh yeah. <laughs> and there's a two way train track system apparently because they're going one way and the government train is coming another, and they're gonna meet head on. And you're like, "This is not how trains work, guys." <laughs> oh goodness! And then like, but the train conductor is like immediately he's like, "Oh, it's the army." We're gonna be just fine. <laughs> yeah, the government. TM. And then the government comes out, and they're like, no. "You're not fine." He's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yay!" And then she just like, "No!" Oh. And everyone's like, "No!" Oh. Oh. 
a mystical fifth beetle hops out and he's like, ah, it's time for me to kidnap a child again. Yeah. I basically, I think I wrote down his name throughout the, like, my notes is just Forehead Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> That's his new name. I like forehead that better. Forehead Nonsense. Forehead Nonsense hops out. He's like, it's time for me to kidnap a good little girl. Yeah. And they get steam blown in his face as they escape and then they fall down into the... Into a cavern where they meet the best character in the movie. Yeah, the single... I, I could watch, like, a movie about this character. About, yeah. Yeah. And of, I don't know his character's name. I didn't write it down. Uncle something. Uncle, a, Uncle Palm. I think. Uncle Palm. Uncle Palm. Yep. Uncle Palm. Yeah, so they fall into this cave, and out of the darkness steps a crippled old man. Not crippled, but he's, like, old. Yeah, he's, he's very covered. able-bodied. He's, he's very able-bodied. <laughs> He's like yeah. a little mole. Yeah. He comes out. His eyes bulge as he recognizes them as human beings. And he <laughs> that says, he knows because everybody fucking knows Potsy. Yeah, I don't. Somehow. Don't, I don't get how. He's like a little scamp. I get why yeah. he knows Potsu. I don't get why Potsu knows Uncle Palm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. Yeah, it makes more sense for like an older person. No, but he works in the mines. He lives in the mines. He doesn't no, leave. no, not Uncle Palm. Matsu works in the mines. <laughs> you are insinuating that he has ever left the mines. I don't think. No, Patsu works in the mines. They had to have stumbled upon this crazy old man at some, at some point. point. And they're just like, "Yo, this guy's got some major. He's big not coming dick energy. out. Yeah, okay. there's some serious BDE going on around here. We're just gonna let you do your thing, and we're gonna dig for gold over here. <laughs> you stay over there. That's mm. fine." Mm-hmm. And he's really cool though, and the the um, uh, color palette for that scene too oh, is absolutely gorgeous, so yeah. beautiful. No, it's great. So Uncle Palm looks inside, uh, turns off all the lights as he's telling them to listen to the rocks. <laughs> of course, <laughs> that are his friends. These rocks are my friends. These that rocks are my. <laughs> <laughs> the rocks are my friends. <laughs> like, what just the like, hell okay. movie do you have me watching, John? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The kid, like the two kids are just like okay, okay he's turning off the lights it's we're in pitch blackness and then the rocks start actually glowing and they're like it turns out the rocks actually can talk to you um just not with words but through glowing it's like that episode of avatar where they go into the secret tunnel yeah um but God, that's such a good arc oh <laughs> it is i love those episodes mm. And then he starts smashing that rocks too. oh yeah Ooh, that'd be a great podcast sorry please continue no, no, of course uh and then he's like uh, oh god, what's her name? What, what's the girl's name? The 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 second ma- like the second protagonist. Prey, protagonist. This is what the podcast is. Me trying to remember names for <laughs> an hour straight. Lucina. Nope. Sheeta. Sheeta. Yeah, Sheeta pulls out her <laughs> mystical. Think, st- wait, 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 wait. Think Sheeta, but with a D. Sheeta. Wow. I don't think you said that and I immediately <laughs> did not register. I, I don't know. Seriously, I watched it. That's like, literally how I go through it. one ear and out the other. Like I saw it pass behind his eyeballs. <laughs> I saw like the words just move through his brain. Well, going. hopefully the memory of this moment will keep it in your brain. I really don't think if the other ones worked. I don't think that this one is. That's okay. We have hope for you. Love. I love your honesty, though. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, so Sheeta pulls out the stone. It starts glowing, and he's like, he starts going. He's Uncle Palm goes to start like reaching for it. He and goes grab full him. Bilbo. He goes full full Bilbo, and he's like, nope, can't touch it. Not mine. Put it away, please. It's too much, too, too tempting. Yeah, and we were all like, wait, what's wrong with you? And he's like, oh. Yeah, no, we I never explain why he's so obsessed with it. 
I think he just knows what the rocks are about. Mm. Anyway, so Uncle he Paul... Knows, he knows those rocks can make land float. Yeah, no, he knows yeah. they can float. So anyway, they leave, and then they get out of the cave, and then I don't really re- know what the next connecting scene is. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, they get captured. Like, as soon as they come out of the cave, the government's standing right there. <laughs> the mm. government. Um, and then he obviously... Um, Patsu tries to save Shida again and mm-hmm. just gets knocked out again. And they end up... The kid's made of iron. He's, he's, he's made not. of something. He's he's incredible. <laughs> Either that or he's just been running on adrenaline since he was like eight years old and doesn't feel pain anymore. <laughs> no, like literally, I think the only like reason why this movie even felt like the pacing was quick was because of him. Because you're watching him and he's a squirrel. Yeah, no, he never like, stops. Ping, he's ping, like, ping, 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 ping. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> it's like when you're like playing, like playing a video game and it's just like you know the levels already so you aren't even like stopping to think about it. You right. are just running and pressing forward. Yeah, there are no side quests. This oh. is like the running shoes in Pokemon. You just fly through that motherfucker. Mm. You don't walk anymore. You don't have to. <laughs> and so then... he's locked inside of a chamber. I'm sorry. Actually, you... No, yeah. that, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah, they no. were... He's they, in They get locked inside a castle on the ground, and he is inside... <laughs> <laughs> How long have you put that one in your pocket? Dude, I literally pulled that one out. You just hit me right in the funny moment. Um, that was just natural. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. I normally that's not me, but um, <laughs> um. So anyway, he. So anyway, he's in a chamber. Sheeta is inside of a nice bedroom. Uh, forehead nonsense. Is that forehead his name? Nonsense. Forehead nonsense. Man, AKA Mark Hamill. Okay, Mark. Yeah, Hamill. that blew Mark our goddamn Hamill. minds. We need to talk about that for a hot second. Oh my god. In the IMDb and like the towards the end of the movie, and Jazzy's just like, yeah, he's actually mega famous. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, what's his name? Because that's what I like to do. It's what Jazzy likes to do. Yeah. We do it, I think, a lot. Oh, yeah. And like, oh, who's that? And what are they in? And blah, blah, blah. And she just goes, Mark Hamill. And we both go, what? <laughs> At the same time. Like, are you freaking kidding me? And unfortunately, once we knew that, yeah. it you, never you went never away. Yeah, no. yeah. Honestly, like, if you're listening to this without it seeing this, it, did that ruin the movie for you? I don't think it ruins it. I just think that you cannot just picture Mark Hamill in a sound studio delivering these lines. I, I All I could hear was the Joker, truthfully. I yeah, love no, his Joker. I think his Joker is the best Joker. one. I don't, um, I, I don't like to admit, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I think after I had said it, that's when he like ramped up the evil laugh. Yes, that, he had, that not, done, I was he had not done the evil laugh yet. And then, and then you like, like you know he's kind though. of evil, and then yeah. at the end he just goes full blown crazy. Yeah. Tackling. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to get to that point. Right now he is busy push it he is talking to the girl he's like hey listen uh you're going to like take us to uh to the castle in the sky and we need you to do that or else we're gonna kill your friend and the girl's like and she does just like i don't okay. know how. i don't know what's going on i don't know anything i don't know anything <laughs> all right yeah whatever i'll do that i'll fine and then so, we meet the robot for the first time. Then we meet the robot for the first time. And, you know, going to the thing uh, you guys were talking about, about robots being organic. Mm. This robot actually is organic. It's filled with fungus that moves. <laughs> Fungi. Fungi. And it's just, and he, um, so forehead angry. nonsense comes in and he's like, hey, girl, check out this artificial life form. It's called a robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. And she's like, okay, cool, uh, I guess, fine, whatever. Yeah, uh, she, she does a lot of absorbing for like the first three quarters of the movie. And then he's just like, yeah, 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 I feel like you're not understanding why I'm showing you this. Peek the emblem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this like, makes that work. And then she's just like, 
which happens a couple times. And that's one of the things that I had. I have like the actual like lens flare, like dramatic focus on her when she just learns things and she goes, and it's like, zoom, like it zooms in on her face. And I'm like, wow, I thought that was only in shitty daytime TV, but here we are. No, it's in, beautiful. In a critically acclaimed director's film. Yeah. Like, it's a sign of the times. Oh. Anyway, so they pay, uh, so she's like, okay, fine, I'll show you. They get uh, Polka out of the jail. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they, they just let him go. They give yeah, him they money. Give like, yeah, they, they give him, like, go. three coins. He gets angry, and he tries to throw the money away, but he realizes he actually really wants the money, and that would be a waste of money. Well, he needs it. I yeah, think. no, he yeah. needs it. And then he shows up back at his house, and the pirates are busy eating and hanging out. And I don't the- think food that he had. I think they brought it in. Yeah, they probably brought it in. You know, you've stopped for takeout. And they, they're like, hey, man, that was a pretty bitch move of you to just, like, leave your girlfriend. That's and- actually almost word for word <laughs> what Granny says. Oh, yeah, no, she, it's not like they, it's she. Yeah. Granny so- steals the scene. Cloris Leishman sti- steals the scene. Always. And she's just, you immediately now get to, like, feel out this character. Because before that. You didn't know j- much about her and she, she was just a bad felt guy. like, um, like. Ma Beagle. She felt like Ma Beagle. And then you get, like, oh, this is Dola the Pirate. And, and you, she is amazing. Yeah, and you start to see, like, okay, this character is actually really, like, multidimensional. Oh, yeah. Which is awesome. And then you get to see that the, the Beagle Boys, or her sons, or the Pirates, or whatever, are just, like, one big, stupid, happy pirate family. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I am living for this. Oh, I'm yeah. obsessed with this. That is another thing I noted um, after coming off of, like, Nausicaa the Valley of the Wind. And then immediately going to this, it is, like, how funny this movie is. Like, not even just, like, just, like, ha-ha funny, but it is, like, it's jovial. It's just, it's just has, like, a different feel altogether than Nausicaa. Nausicaa had a much more serious tone. This is a much more playful one. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. It's it's just, a, it was such, it was such a breath of fresh air. And it makes me even more worried because I know the next lineup is Grave of the Fireflies. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. will not be here for that one. You, you cannot. No, yeah, deuces. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a tough have you one. seen that one? Yeah. Oh, I have not. It's, oh, no. I'm I gonna mean, fucking cry. How, like, sad is it, actually? Like, I, I'm, like... Like, the issue is not that... It's just that we have to rope somebody into it. Yeah. I mean, okay, I guess I'll be here if you want me to be here. No. I've, I've seen it before, but... It's, I knew what it was going into it. I knew it was sad. So, like, I'm kind of, like, expecting it almost. So, I don't think, like, it would have affected me the same way if I had... Just went in blind. Yeah. So, I kind of went in. I was like, oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And then it came. And I was like, okay. Whew. I survived, you know. But I think that... It, it's it's decently sad. Oh, I bet. It I've hurt. Heard, <laughs> I've heard it hurts. And I've heard it continues to hurt. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so... Anyway, they uh, we nice. meet uh, the guy. We, we we meet the guy voiced by Pete uh, from Disney. Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. We called that one. I checked it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, no, and it's the general from the government, and the general's like, okay, uh, so we're just sort of doing this, right? Uh, where's the castle in the sky? And forehead nonsense is like science. Am I right, dude? And he's like, no money. <laughs> no money. Yeah. This I, is the government. <laughs> yeah. Treasure. <laughs> Give me treasure. And then they, uh, I don't know, Sheeta somehow turns her crystal on and it shows where the castle in the sky is. She says a, a spell. Laputa. Yeah, yeah, no. She, so that's where Laputa, she points out where Laputa is. It wakes up the robot who is just, has such a fun personality. 
that like really you want a bunch of five minute shorts about these robots oh my god which is so actually i have that written down too i love that you could see and understand the personality and like the the cut like the character Mm. of the robot without a single word and it was all in its actions and its animation and its movement it was so cool yeah Mm. like it didn't even like have a super big one. It was just like in how clumsy it moved. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was also missing two limbs, I think. It was, <laughs> it was like cut in half or something and it was still just... To add to its clumsiness. Yeah. yeah. It just the personality behind it. It was cool. It was sweet. It was It was just so... Mm, it was like a little Wally. Yeah. And that... And it had fucking purple bat wings and I oh, was yeah. like, yep. Yeah, yep. though I like that, that to fly. Yeah. Oh, this guy. I'm like... Where's those out? Where's this guy been? Yeah. Anyway, so she is freaked out by this because it's a giant robot that is obsessively chasing oh, her. Oh yeah, they just literally found out what robots were. So it's it's very unsettling seeing it move to them. Very yeah. much. Uh they blow uh so anyway, oh also uh Granny and Pazu <laughs> are on the way to save Sheeta from uh the government. And uh, while this is happening, the robot comes and starts blowing shit up because the robot's pissed because people are trying to hurt Cheetah. And he doesn't appreciate that. And he has (laughs) lasers in his eyes. Starts blowing up the government (laughs) building. He gets blown up. Uh, Cheetah loses her crystal. Forehead nonsense finds it. Uh, And Cheetah and Poku join the pirates. Yeah. And they're up in like the big pirate ship in the sky. And my note for that scene in particular is, fuck, you dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, dude. She is slammed up against a wall. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Yeah. You have one job. True. <laughs> yeah, no, like that. So Forehead Nonsense finds it. And Forehead Nonsense is up to no good. Uh, but they anyway, they're, they're on the pirate ship. They're all hanging out. Uh, Sheeta becomes a pirate pirate princess basically uh, and oh, it's yeah. just all I mean, of these grown-ass men are trying to flirt with her because they're all have a crushing on her or whatever and i'm like this yeah. is weird she's no, like 14 no but even the weirder part for me is that the thing i noticed mm. is that they didn't start having a crush on her until she started looking like their mom yeah no that's i yep. noticed that too they didn't give a shit about her until because like they start wearing you see that portrait in Dola's room. I know. And, and honestly, like, let's take a second and just appreciate the fact that she has a picture of her goddamn self on the wall. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just so cool. <laughs> on an airship. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just cool. Anyway. Yeah, yeah no. So, um, that was the even weirder part for me. Not only that, are they willing to flirt with this 12-year-old, the thing that they love most about her is that she looks like mama. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like this is a lot to unpack and i kind of just want to see the castle in the sky i don't really want to have this psychoanalysis of these, side yeah, no, these right guys are like these i don't really want to do this well they don't really go into it they just sort of very no, they much give up go- a really quick yeah they gloss over all of these very much they're like do you remember what all of them simp for her and like they're just like yes i will do all of your chores and hopefully that'll make you like me yeah and they like all bark it doesn't work. Do you remember Tiny PSA. Dr. Eggman? I, like, there's no other yeah, point. Yeah, I, I do faintly could... remember Tiny Dr. Eggman. Yeah, I, there's nothing else Her I really husband. have to say besides that. I wrote Kumaji, Dr. Eggman, and Beagle Dad are all cousins. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. Is that her husband? Yeah. Is yeah. that Beagle Mom's husband? Yeah, that's Dad. That's, oh, I that's didn't... father. Father. Oh, my God. I just thought he was a random old guy that lived in no. the gutters of the ship. No, he just cannot stand <laughs> being near his fucking wife and his fucking kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Don't>... <laughs> he lives... With the, with 
the the plumbing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in the he's gutters. Tra- no, the he's ship. like a he's a traditional dad. He he just fucks off and he starts fixing shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that's Phil. We picked him up a little while ago. He's been down there ever since. Yeah. He's just like he doesn't cause issues and yeah. he sometimes fixes things. He's we got- can't get him to come out. <laughs> <laughs> he likes it in there. <laughs> <laughs> you want him to be a pirate and he just won't leave you know, he's just like in the, in the fucking pipe he's just like they're talking about dessert again <laughs> can't does he eat food nobody knows <laughs> so oh man uh, so then Polka and Cheetah go up oh <laughs> Polka and Cheeto yeah <laughs> you're gonna have to somehow edit the amount of times we have both laughed every time he said a different name <laughs> No. No, why why would you edit that? <laughs> it makes that better. <laughs> um anyway, they go to the top of the ship uh to just go keep a watch out and then uh they meet the government ship that comes up and starts shooting shooting at them. Mm. They go I don't really think anything really comes of that scene. I just I think you could have probably cut that out. No, so they start shooting at them and they are so close to like the whirlwind that's protecting Lapida that the pirate ship gets like tossed off and then the crow's nest that turns into a kite which is just fucking cool oh yeah can you describe the crow's nest yeah so it, i mean it, the, it's like a blimp right on the pirate ship a dirigible and it's just like a cute little crow's nest circular thing and they like it's almost like a jeep <laughs> <laughs> like they pull like a metal mechanism up over their heads and then they pull things off the side and then like they pull out the canvas or whatever to make kite wings yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right and then like, rad as hell yeah and she just goes okay ready and you know anchors away and it launches off the top of the dirigible and they're just <laughs> flying in the sky in the middle of a thunderstorm i've never done this before yeah and he's like this is fine <laughs> and she just flipping out and he's like let's tie each other you know, together. Let's let's get tied together because you, you never know. <laughs> These winds are, are fast. I'm not saying that I'm scared. I'm just saying I'm I'm just gonna consider that yeah. we're gonna fly. <laughs> anyway, so they get separated in the storm and they go flying off and they land on Laputa. But okay, La- my favorite part though was when they're in the vortex when they're in because the color palette changes and i guess oh, it's just like oh my god yeah, oh yeah it turns like and you have a lot of blues and greens and like peacocky almost like um mm. uh like like browns and blacks and focal points whatever and then in the cloud it's just black with purple and pink lightning everywhere Gorgeous. it's so cool and like you're he's trying to fly his way around it and then he sees the spirit of his, his dad I'm like fuck and he's worried about the lightning <laughs> then he sees his dad and his dad like parts the waves for him almost and you just see like lines of lightning going through this cloud i'm like this is the coolest visual complete my legacy god this is so freaking cool <laughs> it was just an awesome little moment it was so good i think that was probably one of my favorite parts oh, of the movie the part about like not the like the part like the one thing I really appreciate about that that moment in the movie is the silence. Yes. Oh, I have I noticed that as well. Yep. Um, I don't know what it's called. Uh, when like a filmmaker like like uh, Miyazaki uses silence to emphasize a moment. Uh, I know there's a name for it. I'm yeah. not a film student. I'm just a 
girl who's, I'm just who's, a weeb. who's watching a bunch of movies with, with my friends and family. Um, <laughs> but I know there's a name for it, and I know that he uses it beautifully. Is it mm. ambiance? No. No? I, I, I don't know what the word is, but I know what it's not. It's not ambiance. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John, fuck you. Yeah, I yeah, know, right? <laughs> don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was... It's what Dola would have wanted me to say. Yeah, right? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> let's let's land this ship on Laputa and keep moving. Yeah, no, right? Seriously, fuck you. <laughs> um, I'm instituting a divorce right now. <laughs> so, anyway, they uh, end up at Laputa. They're separated from uh, Dola... And literally everybody yeah literally yeah. everybody they apply them themselves them the and mm. now they are going and they just land on a random plot of land and they see another robot mm. and the robot's covered in moss and it's hanging out with nature and they start grabbing at their ship and they're like no don't don't grab at the ship don't touch my ship and they think the ro- that he's gonna break it he thinks so that they think he's gonna break it but he still does it anyway turns out they landed on a bunch of baby bird eggs they and didn't hurt him they didn't hurt him perfectly fine eggs and they put it down. Jesus They're like, Christ. "Fuck birds! <laughs> I hate birds." Why do you hate birds? I, I just hate birds. This I think a... I honestly I watched the birds when I was way too young, and I've always had like a thing about like flapping noises near my head. <laughs> and ever since I got that bird in my car, oh, and... I remember that. Wait, yeah, you had a bird in your car, dude. Oh, that yeah. is that is a saga. That's like a sixteen part Snapchat story. Oh, I love every moment. Can you give me a 30-second rundown? Yeah. I, I mean, I live on a farm in the woods, and it was in the spring, and I was going to go somewhere, and I forgot something in the house, so I left the, the car running, and the door opened a crack, ran into the house, came back out, and as I'm walking, I can see there's a flutter of motion in my car, and I'm like, <gasps> and honestly, my first thought was, son of a fucking bitch, because I knew exactly what it was. And I, it was stuck <laughs> in my back seat, and it was so blue jays or blue birds. I don't know which one. Oh, dude, one. you got a blue jay? Yeah. I don't know which one is more territorial, but I, one of them is known for being like super territorial, and it saw its own reflection. <laughs> so, and like, it, like, I have videos of birds just dive bombing my car, and I'm like, what the hell? And that was the thing. It was in the back seat, and it was seeing its own reflection and just dive bombing the inside shit all over my back seat and i hate birds so i'm like okay 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 what do i do and i ripped open all four doors and i just sat there and i'm like son of a bitch <laughs> like i finally got all four doors open and it literally just sat there i'm like i okay great and then i had to clean the car it was just a nightmare that sounds like a nightmare i hate anyway birds. so birds. these birds are going to be able to do that in the future because ah. they saved the baby birds eggs <laughs> Also, but so, then the whole planet got destroyed. Oh yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, those birds. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 we get them some point. Yeah, uh, the, those birds probably aren't gonna be. You know what? The, the alive birds are out for revenge, probably. There you go. Oh yeah. Um, oh, but gosh. anyway, you don't you don't you don't leave one part of the bloodline just in case there's a revenge killing. Yeah. <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> so, they follow the robot into the interior of the uh, place. Turns out he is the last robot. There's a shrine, I think, or something. I kind of took a little bit of a nap during that point. Uh, <laughs> a little siesta. Uh, yeah, did, what, what what was that, like, tablet about that I think that robot was guarding? Was it, like, a grave? I think it's basically just a 
this is like the legacy that Lapita wanted to leave behind was like oh, yeah. the big forest. The garden. And, yeah, the concept of, of life and where we came from and mm. how everybody left Laputa because they wanted to go be more in touch in- with the earth itself. Mm. Uh, like, because they all just left. It, it like harkens back to what um, Uncle Palm says mm. in the beginning. It's like, oh, we all come from the earth and to the Remember, earth. that's where we're coming back to. Yeah, and to the earth we must return. So a stone like that has, you know, blinded humans to, like, what we truly are. We're not gods. Right. And uh, and so that's, like, what pretty much happened to Lapida, where, like, the people realize there's, like, we can't keep on doing this. This isn't the natural cycle. We have to return back. Which I think is kind of cool, like, as far as origin stories for abandoned cities go. Oh, yeah. Like, I was so expecting it to be there was a giant war, and they all ended up down here, and it would, they were sole survivors, and they finally escaped, and blah, blah, blah. And it totally wasn't. It was literally just the government went, hey, you know what? We suck. Well, <laughs> and then they landed, you know, let's, on Earth. Let's hit the reset button. Basically. Let's and they were hit like, the reset button, my guys. Let's take all of our riches and all of our, you know, robot sentinels and let mm-hmm. them watch what we're doing. Or what we were doing. We've only taught them gardening so far, so this yeah. is like a good time to leave. Basically, but let's leave every, like, you know, possession that we've ever had behind and just go live on planet Earth. Mm. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah I and love that. Unique. You know, after you said, said that, it does make me realize how used up that trope is. It's like, yeah. this planet was destroyed. It's very similar. By Man. its arrogance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This planet was just sort of like... Okay, well, we're getting pretty arrogant, so let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it was, it was like an entire floating Western mass. <laughs> it was just like, nah, man. Let's just... Western mass, Massachusetts. Let's yeah. just go organic. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so anyway, as, as soon as they come to really appreciate that, we cut immediately to an explosion. There are explosions. The government has reached the spot. Uh, More importantly... What have you been got? Actually, what have you guys been calling him? Forehead, forehead nonsense. Forehead nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Most importantly, forehead nonsense like lands on Laputa, which is bad after you figure out why, why? he's even there. Yeah, like you know he has ulterior motives yeah. throughout the whole thing, and you're like, ah, something, something's up with you. <laughs> and then like you finally kind of figure it out, and I, that was actually kind of cool too. And that oh, yeah. the whole army sees the riches, and they're all just running into the the temple or whatever and he just goes it's you know the perfect distraction I'm yeah. like oh that's kind of cool too that you're mm. looking for like the the diamond in the rough type thing i'm mm. like ah i don't want to mm. like that you're like that mm. <laughs> i don't want to be excited that that's your motive okay. but i am and he's just like let's bring back this cool as hell society mm? yeah no he's just he's like, like air, air air life is the only life for me <laughs> Yeah, no, but, like, he gets really out of hand really so quick. Hand. Yeah. Like, very quickly. Like, he's kind of, like, he's never really calm and collected beforehand. Yeah. But, like, the second he gets there, he's just like, okay, well, I don't need to pretend to be who I'm not anymore. Right. And you find out that he's, like, a descendant of the Lapidans as well. Yes, and another royal bloodline. Yeah. But apparently they had multiple. true ruler, and his doesn't or something. Like He's like a... Probably like a smaller. He was a duke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's very. He was a noble. Very... She was the noble. <laughs> yeah. So he like locks out his friends. They all start dying. He starts 
shooting missiles into the ocean to like show off his strength. Oh, yeah. You know, a, a very small penis energy coming off of him. From small dick energy. Small dick energy. Fucking Granny has bigger dick Big, energy than he does. No, she is the biggest. Yeah, dick no, energy. Granny yeah. like fucking five, five foot cock. Yeah, um, <laughs> hung like a goddamn horse. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, they, I don't know. They 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 capture. Oh yeah, no, the Granny and the uh, Beagle Gang. They get captured, but then they're fine. They Granny like, uh, like at some point kicks out a uh, rocket launcher to. Uh, good I mean you're not wrong <laughs> you have successfully remembered the first letter at all times throughout this entire yeah, podcast hey, I'm man, pretty, I, take it we can get it I got like the same I got two syllables yeah, yeah polka uh, <laughs> he escapes and like digs his way up to underneath where they're hiding and or where they're being held captive rather oh, and he literally like talks up to her like through her crisscross applesauce, which is just so weird. I'm sorry, can I um just do this real quick one more time? The amount of times that Patsu scales 90 degree walls. Can we talk about that? Yeah. No, Patsu Did you notice that he just wasn't grabbing onto anything half the time? Yeah. Well, I think I thought it was interesting that when he was actually trying to go up like the chute that they launched like the, oh, yeah. the robot bombs out of. Oh, yeah. He actually took off his shoes. Yeah, because he's like, my feet is sweaty and it's going to give me more grip. Yeah. <laughs> and I just... It just so... What a good detail. It was a cute little detail that I was like, that's cool. At least you know as an animator that this kid is nuts and he's doing shit he shouldn't be able oh, to yeah. do. No. <laughs> These shoes are just holding no, him back. No, like, yeah. he spent the entire third arc essentially just hanging by roots. Yeah. Oh, my God. And just watching shit around him happen. Yeah. This entire movie, he has spent just... He hasn't slept doing, once. Doing the absolute most. Oh, I lied. He did sleep once, but he got woken up to go on watch. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then they found the, the fabled castle in the sky, so. Yeah. No, so, um, yeah, no, uh, Mark Hamill uh, is touching the crystal. He is killing the men. I, uh, well, no, he hasn't killed the men yet. Him and a holograph of uh, Sheeta come down from inside the castle, and they meet uh, the general. And he's like, hey, uh. So, uh, we're going to be using this. We're our kingdom again. And the general's like, thanks for doing such a great service to our country. And then shoots the hologram. Yeah, that part was like fun. A, He empties his fucking gun. He right. empties <laughs> his gun into that hologram. Like, at, at what point did you think there was a real human? You can see the wall through I, the human. I'm just going to say, image. once again, they only just found out robots exist. <laughs> Fair. Okay. And no, they didn't right. even make them. Yeah. Very they true. just found <laughs> you're right honestly wait a second let's let's think about it from that lens real quick imagine being that general in the army and just being like, like what's going on here yeah like hey yeah like what we are just your orders to get today treasure yeah and then you get there and you're like this is cool and then you're like this is not cool this not is very cool. not cool <laughs> and then you die <laughs> like, oh, and you're killed by like the biggest diva on earth yeah he's such a off of earth currently yeah he's a <laughs> A diva the size of his fucking forehead, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, in the, like, I don't know. Um, Patsu ends up in the bowels of the planet somehow with them, and he's, like, literally blasting his way through walls. Oh, yeah. And there's there's forest life and tree life everywhere. And Forehead mm-hmm. Nonsense is really upset by it, and Shida and Patsu, I think, understand, like, the whole concept. Mm. And he's, like all of the technology or whatever is in this one room and I'm going to be able to rebuild society. It's going to be great. And I just need this crystal. 
and she was like, no, <laughs> you don't deserve the crystal, yeah, which I it's totally bag. true. Yeah, because that guy's being a dick bag. Yeah, he is being a dick bag. But I think that I, it was really cool to me that her point was, you don't deserve the crystal. Um, so I'm going to take the crystal because I deserve it. I know what to do. And mm. then she uses the destruction spell, which she was yeah. really afraid to use. Yeah, no, she blows up the entire castle in the sky. And then the castle in the sky, in a metaphor for nature, is only still keeps on floating. But now it's just a tree. Yeah, it's like a, a tree and roots and stuff coming out of part of the building but like the forest the important part that the robots were guarding is still there yeah, yeah. like all the science stuff it's gone yeah nature outlasts it yeah um so shida and patsu they finally uh they they find the uh crow's nest mm. and they fly back they meet up with granny and they go back and then the credits roll yeah. And the tree flies off into space. Uh, Patsu and Shida go and fly off somewhere and they separate and they decide not to be pirates. And uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's perfectly summarized. Yeah. Perfectly summarized. We def That definitely wasn't a confusing, long ramble of a summarization that we just did. We got there. We yeah. got there. We did. We had a lot of fun on the way too, goddammit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really did like, too, the chemistry between Patsu and Shida. It's very innocent, and it's very genuine, I noticed. Like, I oh, think yeah. A, a lot of the time, I feel like you run into a heroine and, the, and a hero that aren't necessarily meant for each other, but they just have to be there because they're, you know, the two main characters. But yeah. it was very genuine affection between the two of them. Like, there, there was one moment where he, like, lifts down out of the, the little buzzy thing that he's driving with granny yeah or flying i guess and he lifts down to pick her up and she like jumps up and they they like hold each other in midair mm. and it's like it looked like just like a life-affirming hug <laughs> and like ah each, and then they're both in the crow's nest together and they're kind of like bickering back and forth a little bit and she's like no shh patsu says yes Ugh. and i it was just really cute and so genuine and mm. like the chemistry was there and i was like that's really cool because it's not always there you know I will also say, like, a part of their relationship that made me so happy um, was when they get to Lapida, and, like, there was, like, a mo like a, a couple of times where I'm just like, oh, he's gonna grab her, and when they stop, like, looking at stuff, they're gonna look at each other, they're gonna blush because they're really embarrassed, but mm. they, they're not. No, yeah, that and part like, where they, like, hug each other? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, like, uh, they fall into, like, the grass, and they're still holding each other. And, like, they stop. And I'm just like, okay, this is where they're going to be embarrassed about their their attraction to each other. Yeah. And they just start, like, laughing. And they just, like, they don't even, like, hold hold on to each other. They just have, like, their arms around each other's necks. They're like, very buddies. physical. Very, yes. like, 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 the best of friends. Uh, like, immediately the best of friends. And, like, they're too young for us to really comfortably see anything other than that. Yeah. So I was also, you know, happy with that. Because I think that a lot of the time you don't really see that in media. You see, you know, things like Avatar. Yeah. Where you're like shipping Romance. people and they're all fucking 12 years old. And you're like, okay, <laughs> never like, mind. I feel a little skeezy now, but okay. <laughs> Best not to think about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, Zuko's only 16. He just learned how to drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that kid's a junior. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> yeah. Ang's 12. I'm oh, like, jeez. It's painful. I'm like, no, you're still annoying. And, so I and people get it, but... will kill each other over these ships. I know. Like... That's uh, like, it's like the most toxic part of any fandom, obviously, oh, yeah. but it's, 
it's scary. And it wasn't in this movie, which is great. Oh. It was a very genuine, cute, age-appropriate relationship between the two of them. And it's, like, one of the rare, like, couples that Hayao actually includes in his work. Because, like, he kind of famously um, will center around, like, a young heroine. And in this movie, he fo- he follows, like, a male protagonist. Um, and, like, the young heroine movies usually, like, they have a guy friend. Right. That people, like, sometimes will ship them with. But, like... It's spirited away. Yeah, yeah. like, like spirited away. And it's just, like... But there is not an actual relationship. Like... Yeah. Like, there's not... Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, Kiki technically is another romance one. Is it? And, yeah. I haven't seen it in 800 years. Oh, I know. It's so good, though. Um, and... I think also, um, what's it called? Uh, Princess Mononoke? No, that's, that's where I went. I was, I was gonna, th- the, the Wind Rises? Yeah. That, but that, I think, has to technically be a romance because it involves a real man's life and he had a wife. And so, like, mm. you're gonna have to involve that romance. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, usually if it's like a very non romantic relationship, these characters will have with each other. And I I like that because it just normalizes, like, oh, a, a boy child and a girl child can be friends, and there's no problem with that. Right. Yeah. And I think even in, like, even in some of the things that are romance-focused, <laughs> Miyazaki's like, nah. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> Like, that. Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. It's not, like, romance-focused until the end where Sophie's like, okay, I guess you're gonna be it. <laughs> and Howl's like, please love me. <laughs> and, oh, my God. I... That's such a good one. I love that movie. I, I love, do too. I love, I love so the book movies. too. The book is the book so is good. So funny. Two completely separate entities because they're not. I mean, other than being you know loosely based off one another mm. or the movie based off the book, they're not the same at all. Yeah. But they're just they're both so good in their own way. Uh, so good. I, I I'm very interested in Howl's Moving Castle as a book. Mm. But uh, do you guys have any final thoughts on oh, yeah. uh, Castle in the Sky? Oh yeah. What the hell time is it? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't want to know. That's okay. No, don't it's okay. Uh, no, uh, but it's about time. To, but we are to reaching the time thoughts. of... To, it is time to do final thoughts. All <laughs> right, Hannah. What were your final thoughts? Um, I think I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Hmm. And not that I thought that I did, wasn't going to like it, but just I know that Miyazaki movies for me can be hit or miss. Hmm. And it was definitely a hit. I've said it multiple times, but the, the color palettes and the color use were absolutely gorgeous. I loved the animation. Um, kind of like a throwback to older animation styles. I really loved the two main characters and the really genuine relationship that they had. Um, and it was funny. Oh, yeah. There were definitely funny parts where I was just laughing out loud. So it was good. I had a good time. How about you? Um, I think my final thoughts is um, is just another wonderfully done Miyazaki film. There's environmentalism. There is um, just... A, a a peek into like childlike innocence as well with all characters throughout this film uh, which is another thing I think he's really good at and it's just amazing how he can make you watch this this fantastical world and a part of your brain kind of thinks yeah this world exists and it goes on without me even watching it like, when you see, like, the robots taking care of, like, the garden, you can picture, like, them actually existing, and that's just what they do away from, like, the earth, away from real life, 
away from everything, you can picture that they have a day-to-day routine and you almost a little bit believe this magical world could exist. Mm. And I love that feeling about every one of his films. And I think, honestly, I I love that feeling about every one of like Studio Ghibli. I feel like all of their directors are very good at that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I liked it. I thought it had good music. I thought it, uh, it looked pretty. Uh, again. Fantastic music. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, we never touched on the music, but uh, I thought about it a lot. I did too, uh, And I don't it's really know how to describe the music, but I... 80s. Uh, Synthesized it, 80s. I, I will say there was an ARP in one song that was really annoying. Mm. Like, I think it was like the last one, and they just never turned down the ARP for the rest of the song. And I was just like... I don't know what that means. It's, a, it's like... It's like... It's like... Well, it's like a little it's a beep boop that happens in the background okay cool cool, cool. um it so oh um but i don't know i feel like what i'm really taking away from the movie is that i finally learned the two main characters names through this podcast Ooh. it's patsu and Sheeta. yeah uh, and i'm really proud of that you Woo! should be it was very hard for you <laughs> <laughs> you go you, you overcame a massive obstacle yeah no, I, like, it is now 11:47 p.m. on a Monday. Jesus we have Christ. I have worked in 7 hours. I really don't want to think about it. Oh uh, no. <laughs> and anyway, uh, thank you for listening and I hope to see you, hope that uh, to have you guys join us next time for the episode where we just stare blankly into our microphones for about an hour. Yep, it's Gary of the Fireflies everybody. Yep. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank yeah. you for listening.